Can you guys stop swearing? I have children over here. Next time you swear, I'm gonna call the cops. Do, do the big time, you You know respect the big no joke. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> It's Sunday at 2 p.m. It's Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 289. What's up? All of us. <laughs> Val Venus told me. Val Venus told me that uh, Conor McGregor is going to knock out Floyd Mayweather in three rounds. I just, I just <laughs> heard that back on the on the live feed. That that was a pretty awesome. <laughs> yelling back at the guy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That fight could end in one punch, but I doubt it'll end in three. Eh. They got to run around and dance for at least 11 rounds. You know, that's what they do. What are they charging for that fight? Anybody know? Is that like uh, one of them $100? Like the pay-per-view? Yeah. Or uh, about 100 bucks. That's ridiculous. Well, it's... uh... I mean, mean, people people will pay it and people want to see it, but I mean, like... That's that's a ridiculous price. Like you'll never get a hundred bucks out of me for a fight between an MMA guy and a boxer. You'll get okay. my nine ninety nine for really SummerSlam though. Boxing or MMA, no, so this, that makes sense. This is true. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the thing, right? They're they're relying on two markets that haven't had a really big fight in a while. So it's yeah. what it is. And then you get the uh, the fact that it's history. It could end up. It won't end up living up to the hype. But sure. it will be one of those things where people will be able to say, well, where were you when so-and-so did what? You know, And that's one of these scenarios. That's true. So where were you when you watched these guys run around the ring for 11 rounds? Like little mm-hmm. motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> because that's what it's going to be. And I, I might go watch it with my brother. In a, I don't know. I think there's going to be like 10 or 11, something like that. So it'll be like 10 bucks. So whatever. Yeah. But that's what you got to do. Well, I mean, I, I think that's probably why it's a hundred bucks is because everybody's going to go to everybody else's house. So yeah. you know, you got to get your money somehow. Mm-hmm. That's right. I mean, shit. I went. I went to a bar, even though I couldn't drink at the time, to watch CM Punk get his ass kicked. Because you know, it's the it's the same type of curiosity at the crossover. Sure. You know, you watch that. And that's I, I watched that. Wrestling fan, I watched right? that on the G Network. Yeah, yeah, I man. watched it. I watched, yeah, I watched it at Buffalo yeah. Wild Wings. <laughs> I watched yeah, that I on. Pay, I didn't pay admission to the bar or anything though. Yeah. So it's kind of like the G Network away from home. Sure. I, I <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It was curiosity. I wanted to see how CM Punk did in the uh, in the octagon, and uh, so I I watched him get his ass kicked for free. <laughs> he got his ass kicked for money, so it all worked out in the end. <laughs> right. I mean, it is what it is. I, like I this... get my ass kicked for half an hour for like half a million dollars. Yeah, and he didn't and last he, that long. He lasted like two minutes. Yeah, right. He, and he, these guys are going to be making like in the hundred million dollar range each. So <laughs> it's perfectly valid speculation to think McGregor might just retire after this because he's got all the money he needs. Why would you go back to UFC? They don't even <laughs> offer like a hundredth of that for most guys. Well, he he'd probably make a few million off of a fight, but and he's he actually was pretty vocal about saying he's just in here to make a whole bunch of money and retire young so i expect that actually yeah oh more power to him man i mean fuck i think who wouldn't want that payday get your ass kicked sure you could pay for the medical bills for sure mhm <laughs> so i don't know man but valvina's next three rounds well that's cuz well he's Always high, so. Yeah. 
I, again, it could happen. I just, I think these He's guys... just hoping it lasts that long, because that's how long it will take for the brownies to kick in. Well, I mean, Foyd <laughs> is known for going the full rounds almost every single fight. Like, that's his thing. Goes in there, he ducks and weaves, and he dances around. Yeah, isn't that uh, just because he dances around for two minutes? That's right. Now, like, what, what we really want to happen, but I don't expect, but it would be awesome, is if Conor loses his shit and just MMAs on the guy and goes, like, knee strikes and shit. That's what, we, that's what you want. But that won't happen. I don't know. He is crazy Irish and small. True. <laughs> and what if, what if, oh, what if he goes all Irish and gets drunk? <laughs> I mean, it could happen, right? If that yeah, new drunken Irishman fight, they're, they're pretty good. I bet one of them could take McGregor. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. SummerSlam coming up the same weekend. I, I don't give a fuck about SummerSlam, but I do actually want to see this. It's a history thing for me. Like, I watch a bit of MMA and I watch a bit of boxing, like the classic matches, and you know, but generally, like, big sporting events are his. They're 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 just those things that draw people in. It's like the Super Bowl for like the majority of the planet. Sure. You know, you have football fans, and and there's a lot of them. But you also just have people who are like, well, I should watch the Super Bowl because everybody's watching the Super Bowl. You know, and it is what it is, right? Fuck that! I'm watching the Super Bowl for new commercials. Yeah, I I do too. I but I do appreciate <laughs> the fact that it's the big game, and yeah. if I'm going to watch a game, you know, watch the one that counts. Watch the one that matters. I mean, clearly, you know, if, if the Niners were in the Super Bowl, then I'd watch it, but that ain't going to happen anytime soon, so, <laughs> you know, I'd watch it for the football. It, it is, you know, I, I was rooting against the Patriots, but that's because that's the American thing to do, unless you live in New England. <laughs> and if you do yeah. live in New England, hat goes on your head. <laughs> Arr, I'm not in New England no more. <laughs> Arr. Arr. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're right though, because that's I watch the you know I watch the World Series and I watch the NBA Finals, but I don't otherwise typically watch baseball or basketball. That's you know like I I like to see the trophies handed out. It's a big sporting event. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to, you know, invest any real time into McGregor uh, Mayweather. But, uh, you know, I'd like to see I'd like to see the results. I'm sure somebody will put the knockout punch on Instagram or something. <laughs> you know, just like I used to watch all the roundy, uh, the entirety of Ronda Rousey fights <laughs> was on somebody's Instagram post. <laughs> Singular. <laughs> You could put that shit on, um, what the fuck did they call it? Tout? On tout, but no one could watch it, though, because no one has tout. <laughs> Lady Laura Mori no, yesterday. Great <laughs> they can get with UFC, they fuck WWE, they should get with UFC. If anybody was wondering what the hell Lady Laura... If anybody was wondering what Laura, uh, Laura Mori was tweeting about yesterday, she found my tout. <laughs> <laughs> I have secret tapes of you. She hacked your tout. <laughs> she found my tout and she's like, this is you. I'm like, nah, that guy ain't got a full beard. That can't be me. His teeth are crooked. <laughs> Windows did not find any threats since your last summary. <laughs> Thanks. 
Thanks, Windows. You're a pal. Well, goddamn, pal. <laughs> Channel my inner Bruce Pritchard for a minute. <laughs> I was listening to Bruce Pritchard's podcast the other day talking about, uh, it was an older episode, he was talking about CM Punk. What in the hell is Muay Thai? <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of punk, did you see the Young Bucks trolling everybody with a CM Punk and Young Bucks new logo shirt? Like, you know, Join us in, you know, Ring of Honor and da-da-da. And people just start losing their minds because if the Young Bucks posted, it has to be true. But, uh, <laughs> it, it, it was kind of a cool, you know, logo thing. And, you know... Yeah, then you had people convincing themselves that he'd do it just for that sweet shirt. It just looks so good. He has to come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> CM Punk return imminent. Of course. <laughs> he may or may not return at SummerSlam. I've heard both I've heard both CM Punk themes this week, so it's confirmed. Yeah, for sure. So I've only listened to all three then we'd have Half Life Three confirmed too. <laughs> yeah, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down for some Half Life Three. You're not fucking with me, right? They're actually going to do it for real, right? Maybe. One day. No, I'll never do that. That's like Portal 3. That company only does games in twos. Yeah, it won't in Half-Life, they go as far as two and a half. Yeah, I guess the orange box or whatever, right? Yeah. But yeah, that, that, that Gabe Newell doesn't know how trilogies work. And he never has. And he never will. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean how they many could street... put it out and it could suck, so. I mean, there's good and bad to it. <laughs> how many Street Fighter 2s did we get before we finally got a Street Fighter 3? <laughs> Fuck only no. <laughs> like five of those. <laughs> yeah, there's at least five of those. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What? Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna go see. Uh, what's his face at uh, at venue in Buffalo? No. Not really. Okay. I'll just eat toast. Toast is good. Toast is good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. It nearly killed me once, but I still like it. <laughs> And silence again, because we're yeah, awesome. What do you want to talk about? I don't know. Guys, so, host. Come on, host. So today I'm drinking. <laughs> yeah, I'm what's drinking, JT drinking? I I bought the I I, I bought the Samuel Adams fall pack because they're already out, and the pumpkin beers are coming out. This is called Twenty Pounds of Pumpkin. There's also Oktoberfest in it too, so I haven't hit that yet. But they brought back my favorite, which is Black Lager. So I'll probably be hitting that before the end of the show. And 20 pounds of pumpkin's not bad. It doesn't overpower. It doesn't give me heartburn, you know. 
There you go. Quite good. Was that the Chicago Bullet Club shirt you were talking about? Uh, probably. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually a that's actually a thing that's uh, Pro Wrestling Tees is going to have it exclusively at their Chicago store. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'd like to see CM Punk come back. That might get me interested in modern wrestling again. Oh, well, like I said, it's over now. It's over for you, bud. Mm-hmm. Mm. Of course, you can just no, watch you can other fucking shows. just watch the pipe on one repeat. That's what the network's there for. Mm. Yeah, if you want to see, like, uh, where the dynamic was between WCW and the WWE... Raw was sponsored by Sega Saturn, and Nitro was sponsored by Sony PlayStation. <laughs> Yet somehow I have to sit through another Hogan Piper main event at the next WCW pay-per-view. No, you don't. That company went out of business years ago. <laughs> you mean it's not 1997 anymore? No. When did that happen? Like 20 years ago. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> then, then, then why was I watching Nitro and playing Sega Saturn last night? Because you're a very lonely man. <laughs> you need to get laid. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good reason. <laughs> uh, the noise advice column strikes again. Well, my advice is always just <laughs> good oh, advice. This has absolutely nothing to do with that, but it's kind of funny anyway. So, my new job at school has me in the portable building outside, and I didn't get as much done as I had wanted to. So, I went back up earlier today because my new department chair told me, Oh, well, there aren't, you know, the portables aren't part of the alarm system. You know, you can go any day, any time you want, as long as you, you know, have your key to get in the door. You know, no problem, you'll be fine. Well, she was raw. And uh, I'm in the middle of doing stuff. I've got the music playing, and here come two police officers. And one of them recognizes me, and we chat briefly, but the gist of it is my presence set off the alarm and I don't have an alarm code so I'm not allowed to stay and they have to see me leave so they can shut everything down and I'm standing there going my department chair lied to me I don't know that she did but you know I like to think she did because she thought it would be funny for me to you know trigger the cops coming over but uh yeah that happened earlier so she keyfabed like you. Anything, but still, it was. Keyfabed, not keyfabbing you, bro. <laughs> so the the cops obviously like figured it out pretty quick, though, and you got away. I got away. Yeah. Right on, Grand Theft Educator. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, we're, we're back for real tomorrow, not with students, but with the completely worthless in-service stuff. So I'll be on the clock and I have to behave and shit. So we'll, we'll see how that works. I promise nothing. <laughs> Behavior is overrated. And, you know, teachers are the worst audiences ever. We are the biggest problem children, and we would never accept our own behavior in our own classes. We're the biggest hypocrites on the planet. And now that I've accepted this, it's really kind of funny just, you know, looking around and seeing what people are doing and all that. But just, oh, staff development, we are the worst because nobody wants to be there, like, at all. So... We'll see how things go. At least it'll be with new people this time, so there might be somebody cool, because now I'm in the social studies department, and I've never met the people across the district who do what I do, and I'm about to meet them. So we'll see how that works out in terms of if there's anybody worth speaking to. Uh, Social studies people are usually kind of insane. So yeah, you should fit in. I've I've been hit or miss with social studies teachers. I had one who was like into heavy metal and you know met Ozzy Osbourne and had Ozzy puke on him once or some shit like that. And I had another one that sounded exactly like Ben Stein when he was teaching. Oh good lord! Yeah. Well, most of the ones that I personally know have been really cool. I just you know haven't really dealt with the ones in my district before because I wasn't working with them. But, yeah, one way or another, it will be at least not what it was. Yeah. Mm. All right. So I tried to watch Raw on Monday. I tried. I I really did. Most of it. I really did. I tried. I watched like an hour, and I'm like, how much longer is left in this show? And I'm like, two fucking hours. Fuck this shit. (laughs) And then I time-traveled back to 1997 and watched Nitro. (laughs) Now everything is clear. Yes. When you have a choice between 1997 episodes of Nitro and 2017 episodes of Raw. (laughs) Wow. If you want to enjoy current Raw, just go back and watch, like, Nitro from the year 2000. That'll, that'll help. <laughs> yeah. It was a dark, dark days. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the only thing I remember from Raw is Bailey getting booed and people oh, yeah. really annoyed about that. Fuck yeah. Blame Canada. <laughs> that was about where I turned out. I was it's like, oh. Bizarro world. They boo who they normally know. That's, that's WrestleMania. <laughs> I, I turned, it tuned out like right after that. It was like, I really don't care. Shut up. I, I saw Brock Lesnar beat the crap out of the Miztourage. Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah, that happened like right at the start, so understandable you'd remember that but yeah that's about it for me and then there was like stuff in between those two segments and I don't remember a damn bit of it <laughs> and there was stuff after that too that again no one really remembers 
Well, I had tuned out by that point, so. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the NWO beating down the giant. <laughs> <laughs> I think that happened on this show, too. I don't know. Hey, it's entirely well, possible. Big, Big show Show's still around. Too, so, kind of. <laughs> Hello? We're here. Okay. <laughs> you <were> just, <laughs> just we started talking about wrestling, and then it was like, why are we talking about this crap? Oh, yeah, because we're a wrestling I, podcast. I'm... I'm 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 tweeting with fucking Maven fan who's back by the way and fucking Laura so you know <laughs> aren't they the same person? Yeah. Okay. I just thought you'd gone insane too. <laughs> JT's gone insane a long time ago. I was I see that's a problem. I never was sane to begin with. You know I, that's your problem. You know. There you go. Oh wait, no, wait, no, no. That's that's yeah. Well, yeah. I was never. I'll, I'll never admit to being sane to begin with. No, someone at work a couple years ago at my night job said I wasn't right in the head, and I told them I never said I was. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I did have uh, a couple of JT's personalities uh, trying to help me out on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I woke up the dormant the dormant. Twitter profiles of JTG and JT Hogan. So <laughs> yeah, JT Hogan's currently tweeting right now. JT Hogan threatened to drop a leg drop for me. Oh, oh, <laughs> me and fans trying to say she's me, not Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because we can believe anything you and Laura say there, guy. There, guy. <laughs> She's not your guy, buddy. Not your, not your pal, friend. <laughs> you know, it's uh, it's the anniversary of the uh, first episode of South Park today. Cartman gets an anal probe. Yes. <laughs> yes, that is the first one. Is that twenty? Was that twenty-one years ago? Holy uh, shit! Yeah, cause it was ninety-six. Yeah, so. Huh. That's what I'm gonna do after this podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Nitro and I'm gonna watch South Park. So I guess they they count that the same way they do with The Simpsons. It's just kind of acknowledge the Tracy Ellman stuff, but don't really uh, right count. Okay, yeah, because I remember seeing South Park before it was on TV at like that cartoon. What the fuck is oh, it? Oh yeah, they had that. Um, the, well, the, the first first the very first like the pilot that was Santa going Claus around. Deal. Like, what's it? The thing with Santa well, Claus. I've... Yeah, because I, I have that on. I have, it's a twisted released... cartoon tour or whatever. It came through my yeah, university. Yeah, sick and twisted. But that was yeah, that was when yeah, it was yeah. On, that was when it was on TV. That was when it was on TV because I I saw that um that I saw that tour was the corn corn and stain and they had the, in between corn and stain they played that but that was like oh they played the cartoon. That's cool. Yeah, well that well the cartoon tour has been around for like decades though. It goes through every year. There's a lot of really good shit. Um, in that I, I didn't even really remember South Park too well coming out of it because I thought there was better stuff on the on the animation thing. I became a fan of course later, but and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember you know because I you, know, you remember it. But there's like some of the most classic like internet gifs, like the stick man who like pound their head into the keyboard until it comes a bloody pulp and all that sort of shit. Mm -hmm. That's all from that thick and twisted tour. 
The skit, though, I, I don't know if I, I assume it's still around, but I remember when we went to see it, like people were always like saying, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta come see this thing." Like I saw it last year and all that. You gotta get really high and go see this. And I'm like, okay, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I was in university. Come on, I'm sure some of the people I was with were on stuff. I just smoked some weed. I'm sure, but. I joke about drugs a lot on the show, but I don't really do that many of the hard stuff. That's pretty rare. Apparently, the uh, the first episode aired in 1997, so it's 20 years today. Well, oh, I mean, this year, this year would be season 21. So yeah, right. that would make sense because yeah. I remember the first season that I, when I would, last time I went to Florida. That was when the first season was because I remember that was the first Christmas episode. Was when I was down. I was trying to watch it down in Florida, but when you got eight people staying in a house and. You kind of can't. You, you kind of. You kind of can't sneak South Park around, and you're like 19 years old. <laughs> Whoa! Spike and Mike's Festival of Animation is way older. It's founded in 1977. Hmm. How about that? Huh. That's cool. So it's the same age as Star Wars. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty much. I just learned last night that uh, the first episode of South Park, they actually produced 28 minutes of content, and Comedy Central, of course, can only air 22 with commercials. Um, And part of what got cut out was a scene with uh, Cartman's whole family, including his father and his sister. Hmm. Which, that being cut out, eventually led to the obvious, uh, you know, who's Cartman's father storyline. Which pissed a lot of people off. (laughs) <laughs> the conclusion of who Cart- who is Cartman's father will not be seen tonight. Instead, we're going to show you this Terrence and Phillips special. People are still annoyed about that. I remember that. Why? I remember that too. I remember watching that. Yeah, me you too. Know, I, I didn't realize. See, I didn't realize how. See, I, I didn't go from day one to South Park because at that time, I you know, I was just finding out about it. So, um. Like, when that happened, I didn't know it was supposed to be a joke. I didn't know people had been waiting, like, a month for it. <laughs> I just remember it was like, they, they, I remember turning it on one night, and it was like, oh, it's on. And then they goes, who is Cartman's father? And it's April Fool's. And I'm like, I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't get the whole fucking episode at first. It's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so I got into South Park, like, relatively early in its run. So I, uh, I was one of those people that's like, oh, well, that's kind of fucked up. But, hey, this is pretty funny. <laughs> I wasn't like mad about it. It's just like, okay, cool, you got me. <laughs> well, after after the movie, I went back and watched the, the 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 after watching South Park movie, I went back and watched the Terrence and Philip episode, and I got it a little bit more. But it was like I'm like watching, like what the fuck am I watching? I thought this was supposed to be South Park. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, going back to what I was saying earlier, they they released this like two discs. DVD set that was like the South Park Greatest Hits Volume One, and on it had the freaking um, the original pilot. One of like the bonus features has the the original, you know, Jesus versus Santa Claus episode. Right. Should, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should. Find, I gotta find that. Maybe I'm gonna have to watch that now. <laughs> <laughs> I know the X didn't take it. <laughs> they they had that all on that first season DVD or all huh? those ones. All, all those, like, early episodes were on the first season DVD. Is that where it was? Well, or? no, 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 no. I got it. It's, like, South Park's Greatest Hits, oh, Volume okay. 1. And it, ha- it has, like, because it has, like, the, um, 
the episode where they where they because uh, I, I and I know it wasn't an early like it had the first it had the first original pilot um, with the Jesus versus Santa Claus. But um, like I know it was a few seasons in because I had the one where they they pretend they're all superheroes and Butters gets his gets his eye hit his eye taken out with the um oh, the, 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 the ninja anime star. episode yeah I think it's called Good Times with Weapons yeah that's the one and they think he's a dog one of yes. those one of those original like two like you know precursors to South Park either the Jesus versus Santa or Jesus versus Frosty one of those. Uh, was on one of the EA Sports Tiger Woods games for PlayStation. And uh, huh. the way to access it was to put it in your computer, and you could find the file that had the, that had the cartoon. That's really, really bizarre. They, well, they ended, up, they ended up having to recall the game because of it. Oh, uh, they probably stuck it in there. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Nice. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It's not the Tiger Woods game, though. Fuck the game, but... Right. Fuck the video. Nah, I was okay. plotting challenge, that's for sure. <laughs> Classic. Classic game. <laughs> Buy me Bone Storm or go to hell. <laughs> Bart, in this house we use a little word called please. <laughs> Only we can round about a South Park conversation into a, a Simpsons quote. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure not only we, but you know, with a Family Guy inter- in tone. Remember, <laughs> hey guys, remember when I when, remember when 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 we had that Maven fan and we told her to fuck off. Pepperidge Farms remembers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was reliving Peppa's death. That brings back bad memories for me. <laughs> God damn, I can't believe they fucking did that. It's not like Dibby was the only thing that was shit in those days. <laughs> you know how many, like, voiceovers I've had to do where it's like, oh, but, you know, this was the worst Hell in a Cell match besides the one with Al Snow and the Big Boss Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that doesn't count. That's, that's Kennel from Hell. Right, right, the Kennel from Hell, man. <laughs> with five fucking dogs. <laughs> on leads because nothing is scary than the dog with a handler. Yeah, right. <laughs> Why are we talking about all this shit wrestling then? Didn't the G1 finish? Well, it did, but... Um... Katsuyori Shibata came out and was like, I'm alive and can walk, and that was really awesome. <laughs> Well, I have not actually watched the finals yet. <gasps> um, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, jeez, so that's all I watched. How does that work? Uh, well, I was going to stay up and watch it, but then a friend of mine wanted to watch it with me, and I don't know. I'm still waiting on that person to show up because we basically went on an internet blackout for the last three days of G1. So... <clears throat> I know about you know, the last match of Block A, the last match of Block B, but you know, the finals that happened this morning, I have not watched yet. Ah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, then I don't have to say stuff. anything. I'm not, I'm not going to spoil anything on that show. Hmm. Damn. I, I can't say anything about any of the rest of it, but what else happened? 
Wait, That's mean... all I got. That's the only one I watched just the last night. The only one I watched. Yeah, well. A lot of people watch, but if if you have time to go back, there are definitely a couple of things that you gotta sit through, like um, the um. Let me back up for for B block the evil versus Okada match, which evil actually won, was great. And yeah, my bias against Okada is fairly well known. However, I was not anticipating how funny I was gonna find it. Uh, they they brawl out into the crowd, and there was one moment. It's like my favorite moment in the whole match. Um, they brawl out into the crowd, and uh, Okada's doing that, you know, flying crossbody over the guardrail. And, you know, Evil has scouted that, as should everybody. And as Okada leaps into the air, Evil just chucks a fucking chair at his head. And <laughs> that, that just... Uh, that was way funnier than it probably was meant to be. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I couldn't quit laughing over that. Um, Juice Robinson has had just one really, really good match after another. Um, the, uh, the, the B block yesterday, he, you know, he got a win on his very last match and there was actually some, I don't want to say it was controversial because that's a stupid word for this, but um, he was really, really happy about this, you know, going out on a win. And he stops by the English announce table with Kevin Kelly and Don Callis. And he's just, woo! He said, it's time to drink some Sapporo and go balls deep in beautiful <laughs> Japanese women. I heard someone questioning, did he actually say that? <laughs> yes, he said it. I played it back. I was like, yep, that is exactly what he said. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, some people are all offended and outraged and stuff, but it was, it was really funny. And he, you, you could totally tell he's just caught up in the moment and, you know, he didn't mean it to be objectifying and all that other shit. Oh, but God, if you're actually offended by that, just fuck off. <laughs> uh, somebody, uh, somebody that I used to follow on Twitter apparently DM'd him and got him to apologize. Oh, just that, fuck right the fuck off. That whole circle is like, oh, I'm so glad he apologized. I would hate to not to be able to like him anymore. And I'm like, oh, fuck you. Just stop. <laughs> uh, but hell, I probably would have said that exact same thing if I had won my last G1 match. But, you know, it... Well, you'd have probably altered it for, like, proper genders. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but, I mean, yeah. if you're in Japan, you've just won the biggest match of your life, you're going to go celebrate. Yeah, and you know, it's all right, my lord. Um, so, yeah, that was a whole lot of fun. Um Something I didn't think was going to be nearly as entertaining as it was. Because um, at the finals, there's two different tag title matches. Ricochet and Ryusuke Taguchi are challenging the Young Bucks for the junior heavyweight titles. And then um, 
War Machine versus Cody and Hangman Page for the heavyweight titles. And for both of the of the block final shows, they had these 10-man tags. And so you had Taguchi Japan and War Machine all in one big group. And so you've got the, both members of War Machine, Ricochet, Taguchi, and then um, some fifth person. Um, but they come out to War Machine's music, and they're all painted up like War Machine, but they're wearing the Taguchi sunglasses over it. And some of them went a little crazier with the face paint than others, and just... It's little stuff, and it's ridiculous, but it's so funny. Um, so you know, that was that was definitely worth sitting through. And uh, oh, another match that if you have the time to sit through it, if you did not like Suzuki versus Okada back in February, oh. God, you will love this one. Everything they did wrong in that match, they got right in this one. And, you know, the fact that it went to a time limit draw was almost even better. Um, and then, I guess the last thing, uh, I have not been on board the, you know, Okada and Omega are automatically the greatest at everything, no matter what. Oh, look, they brushed their teeth. Twelve stars. <laughs> um, Yo, there was one of a video of one of them peeling an apple, wasn't there? That was like... <laughs> no, that was Tanahashi. Uh, uh, that was still fairly, like, 20 stars. Look at the guy peeling apple. It's amazing. Well, I think that... Yeah, some people were talking about that. I think it was because he takes his shirt off while he's doing it, and people are like, this is... What, why would you... Oh, Okay, this is just weird. <laughs> but they have all these just random videos of weird stuff, and you know that was one of them. Um, but Omega Okada three, there is finally a match worthy of the hype. Yeah, the other two, I know I'm not allowed to be a wrestling fan if I don't think they're the greatest in history. But the one they had last night, it was. What the other one, I really believe this match is what I was told the other ones were. I mean, everything about it was just dead on. And if you have not had a chance to see that, you really, really should, because it's just a fantastic match. And I will not dispute any of the hype that goes along with that one, because it, it brought it. It was really, really good. Um Oh, I know I said that was the last thing. It's hard for me to get used to Tamatanga not totally sucking. Because he was terrible. Yeah, as he says in the trailer for G1, I've been here seven fucking years. And I'm like, yeah. And you'd never know. Because um, he was awful for a lot of that. But he has shown so much personality this year not just doing silly things, but he's just, he's made himself into a guy you really want to pay attention to. And his in-ring work is better. And one of the most enjoyable matches that he had, and he had several, the last match that he had uh, yesterday 
Tamatanga versus Sonata. You would not think that a match with these two guys would really be entertaining. It would be athletic, but you wouldn't think of it as being entertaining, and you would be horribly wrong. Um, both, I, I want to see them feud like long term. They're great together, and Tamatanga is this, you know, totally out there in your face kind of funny. And then Sonata doesn't really say anything, but he's hilarious. He, he, he's a complete troll in real life, and he's starting to bring that out in the ring. Watch Tamatanga versus Sonata and tell me you don't want a feud between these two. I, th- that was something I didn't know I needed in my life, and now I, I need that. Well, so, some of those matches, I like everything got spoiled for me except for last night's show, and I won't. And I edited a note, so there's no spoilers in there. So if anyone else fucks up, well, you can kill them. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I wanted to watch, like I do, which is go back and just check out the matches because it's just I can't. Well, I could, but I, I just I'm not patient enough to watch every show. That's a lot of a lot of wrestling. But I I heard I heard about the juice. Match. I heard about the evil match, both being very good. Um, and of course, impossible to avoid <laughs> that Okada match um, with Kenny because, I mean, it got all the stars, all of them. So, <laughs> He's never going to give any match a rating again because they have all the stars in history. That's true. <laughs> they say the universe is infinite, it has that many stars. That's fine, though. That, I, I have no problems with knowing the outcomes of, of really good matches because, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where if you can pick your spots. Um, and actually, that helps me understand some of the context of what I did see um, earlier this morning. <coughs> I had one of those nights where I went to bed at midnight and then woke up at 1 a.m. I'm like, oh, I guess that's my sleep. So <laughs> what am I going to do now? And I got up and I caught the second, well, probably the second half. So I didn't see all of it. So, but it was the Japanese uh, commentary, mostly the, from the G Network last night. So, I kind of was having to put shit together, but now more of it makes sense to me. Well, you should always go with the Japanese commentary. Of... Oh, Rocky Romero is all right. It's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll watch it the second time with English commentary just to make sure I didn't miss anything super important. Mm-hmm. But, you know... Don Callis is a dumpster fire, and Kevin Kelly, <laughs> stuff, but he's honestly not—he's not very good. I mean, he's way too shouty for one thing, and he's way too distracted with you know, anything but what is going on in the ring right now. Okay, and that to me is a problem because when you're bantering with fucking Cyrus about something incredibly stupid and you're ignoring the action that is happening in front of you you're not good at your job i mean obviously there's time and place exceptions to that but it happens all the time and sometimes he gets things wrong and i'm just like okay i should not know more than you (laughs) you know this is not how it's supposed to go and canadians ruin everything (laughs) <laughs> yeah well <I> mean, <laughs> that's okay I, I, my country I ripped on 
I ripped on my own damnation. Yeah, but you guys have butter tarts, so you're okay. Yeah, it's the butter tart thing. I still, I have no idea. I guess they really are a hardcore East Coast thing. Yeah, because I, I said that. Okay, uh, background notes for the rest of you. I have a Twitter friend from a different part of Canada than G who just went off on this tangent about how awesome butter tarts were. And yeah, I didn't know what that was. So I looked it up and then I'm talking to him about, you know, well, which way do you make them? There's like three major recipes for it and how it was basically like the epitome of Canada as a baked good. And so the, this whole thing about butter tarts, I brought it up with G, and he was all, well, yeah, I know what they are, but, you know, our part of the country doesn't consider them, you know, our, our you know, our perfect food stuff. So yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're good. My, my dad came in on that conversation. He was like, I had to kind of shut up. I'm like, okay, fine, dad. He's from Ontario. <laughs> that stuff. I'm, I'm like the one hallish type that is born um, outside of Ontario, pretty much west of that province. Everyone else is out there at the Maritimes. So my whole experience, majority of it has been in Alberta. I, I, it's funny, like, we, we have some real like particular desserts, like Nanaimo bars are definitely a very West Coast thing. They're very good. Um, beaver tails. And, and then the, there's ones that aren't real beaver that are good too. Um, pemmican, I guess you guys have that. That's kind of more of a, a First Nations Aboriginal food, kind of a dessertish slash meatish. Good though. Uh, you, pemmican, yeah, yeah. You I guys should have that. that though, because that that shit knows no borders. That's where the white men come. Indeed. Fucking Tonka and all that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I butter tarts are good. They are. It's not like they were terrible. It's just kind of one of those things. I was like, huh. I, I've never heard that, but again, my experience mostly being uh, West Coast, yo. Mm. <laughs> well, kind of West Coast, next door to West Coast. <laughs> We're all at a lock. Either way, so I learned about something that looked potentially delicious and that I will have to attempt to make at some point. So Definitely, yeah. No, they're, they're good. They're very good. And also Nanaimo bars. Look those up. Trust me on that one. Yo. Okay, how do we spell that? Uh, fuck. N-A-N-A-I-M-O, I believe. Nanaimo bars. I'm double-checking that. I'm pretty sure. Named after a part of British Columbia. Yeah, yeah. N-A-N-A-I-M-O. Um, it's basically chocolate, custard. It's very much like a, a square style. Most people cut it in, like layered. Okay. And uh, generally, it's it's like crumbs. Most people use like cookie or mixes of like various things with nuts and things like that. And then they pour like a like an icing sort of mix on top of that. And then you put uh, chocolate on top of that. Let it sit, and then cut her up, and you're good. Wow. If anyone needs me, I will be in Canada giving myself diabetes. Because <laughs> <laughs> all this sounds delicious. And, and honestly, when you Google the recipe, I just, because I was double checking my spelling, top four hits after it poutine, butter tart, nah, 
<laughs> uh, Totier, which is like a quiche uh, type of deal. And date squares, which I think I've had, but I'll have to look this one up. What the fuck is this? <laughs> what about the other ones are? I'm worried about my own country today, so that's cool. <laughs> it's a coffee cake variety from Western Canada. Oh, God. I am a bad Albertan. <laughs> huh. How about that? All right. So all of those, all of those foods I can endorse, but certainly butter tarts, since we're on the butter tart topic. Or, uh, yeah, that's just one of those weird things. It kind of blew my head open a little bit there. I'm like, huh. But unfortunately, there's no Nanaimo bars or butter tarts or poutine in, in the G1 this year. <laughs> it has a no. sad. So going oh, into it, how much of that card were you aware of? Because I know okay, a lot wait. of it, like to, uh, the show you haven't seen, which I'm not going to oh, say. Show. Yeah, I knew they posted the whole card sometime yesterday and I had <laughs> seen it. So I, I knew what was supposed to happen. Um, but, you know, it's always a question of, you know, how long is any one of those going to take? Because for the main event, there is no time limit for it. Right. All the other tournament matches are 30 minutes, but once you get to the finals, it takes how long it takes. And sometimes they like to go long. So, yeah, it, it okay. depends. I was a little bit surprised that they weren't having the Kushida El Desperado Jr. title match, but they really are probably saving that for the Destruction Tour because you know, that's going to be when you start seeing some of the results of these G1 matches actually play out because you know, that was already scheduled, but Kushida was in America doing the Ring of Honor thing. But then... Now you have all these other people like, you know, Minoru Suzuki is the never champion and he's been beaten by evil and by Mike Elgin. So both of them could claim a never title shot. Kenny Omega was beaten by Mike Elgin and Juice Robinson. So the U.S. title that he's wearing, they could claim a shot for that. And interestingly enough, both of them were in the tournament at Long Beach. So you know, the fact that they didn't win it there, you know, one of them could still end up taking it. I think it depends on what they want to do with Kenny in the long term. And then Okada lost to Evil as well as to Omega yesterday. So yeah. there's no way that Evil isn't going to challenge and, you know, one of the things that was talked about was, you know, you know Okada's not losing the title before Wrestle Kingdom. However, wouldn't it be interesting if Evil fought him and beat him again, and then if you had Naito winning the G1, you would have an LIJ main event at Wrestle Kingdom. Wouldn't that be interesting? So it's one of those things that nobody believes would ever actually happen, but it's fun to what if it. So, right. And then based on the yeah. outcome of like all those matches you mentioned, you have all those feuds that can mm -hmm. be storylines, right? Outside of the main event, like the ones from the other shows, I mean. 
with oh, like yeah. uh, Juice Robinson's got his victories, so he can he can have a challenge as well. So him and Evil both kind of have marquee matchups down the stretch. Yeah, and the Destruction Tour, I'm not clear on if that's going to be two days or three because it was always two, and then last year they spread it out to three. I and... think it is a longer one. I think it is three this year. Okay, because if it's three, then they could have the junior title match headline one of them. They could have a never title match headline another one. And then, oh, yeah, I totally forgot Tanahashi in the IC title. You know, Tana picked up some losses, not the least of which was Zack Sabre Jr. So, you know, Zack is going to be challenging for the Intercontinental belt. And now that G1 is over and Tanahashi was not in the finals, there's certainly every reason to think that they might have him drop the title and go get surgery on that torn bicep and then, you know, be out for four or five months and come back as a functional human being because... He was advised to do that when it happened, and his response was, oh, no, G1's about to start. They need me. And we saw how that worked. So it may not happen at destruction, but the idea that it could happen would not really be shocking because you can't just go indefinitely with a torn bicep. You can't. Well, I guess the stubbornness of a lot of these guys has them make it through this tournament every year anyway. So I guess we'll, time will tell. Probably enough time if he drops it right away to recover to maybe make Wrestle Kingdom. Or would that be out, I wonder? Torn bicep, that's like probably what, like four to six months at least, right? Uh, somewhere between four and six is what I was hearing. Um, again, I lack the medical expertise to be positive on that but you know let's split the difference and say that it takes you know five months mm-hmm. he could yeah. always he could always show up at wrestle kingdom and announce that you know i will be back at such and such show and i'm challenging to get my title back you know right start a new storyline with the, the you know the beginning and and which is Wrestle Kingdom, so it makes sense. Because especially if it was with Zack Sabre Jr., for example, he doesn't have a win over him yet because Sabre beat him in round one of the G1 tournament. If he challenges for the IC belt and wins, that's two wins in a row. So Tanahashi would have every reason to challenge to try to get it back because... He hasn't been able to beat him yet. So we'll we'll see, but I just cannot, especially, you know, now that he's crossed the line and is in his 40s, you know, he can't just suck it up and walk it off. He's going to have to deal with this. And, you know, at some point, you know, I, I know this flies in the face of the whole, well, they're adults and you can decide what you want to do. And as a fan, I'm just going to watch it all. OK, fine. The company has to protect its assets if they're not going to protect themselves. And the idea of 
the company stepping in and saying, okay, you are getting the surgery, you are taking time off, is not only, you know, reasonable, it's kind of necessary. Not every occasion, but some of the occasions, yeah, I think they do need to do that. It's in their best interest as well as the talent. And if people are going to be stubborn about it, they might need to have their choice taken away in that regard. For sure. Oh, show. Faux show. <laughs> oh, shizzle. <laughs> on the uh, Omega Okada match, my friend uh, Drew, who's been on the show before, uh, he's the one that's in the band Along Cold Dark and did that uh, Shinsuke Nakamura New Japan theme cover. Uh, he says, I'm a 35-year-old man yelling at my screen watching Kenny Omega versus Okada 3. These two guys, best in the goddamn world. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> those, those, yeah. those, those are the fans you were talking about. <laughs> well, and, yeah, I, I, I guess, I mean, with this match, I can't dispute it. I mean... It was everything. It was just that yeah, every single thing that involves these two guys is not by default the greatest thing in wrestling history. Sure. And some people genuinely seem to believe that. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm sorry that you're not a real fan. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're going to have to shun me like a rabid dog. Not only are you not a real fan, you hate America. Oh, well, duh. <laughs> Those two things always go together. <laughs> you don't, you're not a real fan of Japanese wrestling, so you hate America. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> Impeccable logic. Yeah. <laughs> Break song? Sure. Choice? Uh, yeah, we got yet another brilliant Twin Peaks spoof on SmackDown this week. So the break song this week is just the theme song for Twin Peaks, which is an amazing song by oh. itself. And here it is on Board Wrestling Fan. <laughs>
And we're back on board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode 289. Yeah, 289. 289. That means we got 11 left till episode 300. 11 more than before the the Cassidy Appreciation episode. In the Cassidy Appreciation episode, yes. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I think for that particular episode, I, I I think we'll do that episode in JT Land. God oh, help us all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know if we spend an episode where you have that thought run all episode. That could be amazing. Oh shit! Hold on, I gotta get the um. I don't have the notes up yet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I've been t- I've been taking pictures of my um. Of my. Yeah, um, we don't want to know what you're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, I've been taking pictures. I took a. Well, if you went on Facebook noise, <laughs> and oh. you would see I just posted a picture of a, what I was drinking. Don't belong on Facebook, JT. Well, what you am know, I supposed to do? I can't just stare at the wall for an hour or two hours. You know, every every JT picture has decks. Sometimes three <laughs> decks or two. And they're great decks. Terrific decks. That I can tell you, believe me, they're great. With the best decks, terrific repeated decks, not very big decks, Every Trump dick has dicks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So twenty bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. I would defend all my bosses by taking dumps on their desks. Am I getting this right? We are stronger than hashtag Charlottesville. Our love is stronger than hate. So please send love in- into the world. Pokemon, go fuck yourself. Nazis, forever you are fucking jabronis of the earth. I break all your fucking necks. Go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday, Hulk Hogan. My gift to you that I didn't break your fucking legs, jabroni. Pretty good present, you know. Yeah. Fuck you and your turtleneck. No, oh, that's uncalled for. I think I think the turtleneck shirt. Gee. Oh, that's, that's cool then. The politics. What the hell is, wait, wait. What what is that in reference to anyway? I have no idea. I just went through. <laughs> I went he, through. He just, his... he just gets pissed off about things. He probably <laughs> saw someone in a turtleneck and yeah. really angered him. Politics and the wrestling, the same thing. Hey, fake news. <laughs> Alrighty, let's see if I can remember where we went last week. Wow, there's a lot. Uh, there's there's a there's a lot lot. There's a lot of kayfabe news this week, it looks like. WWE Network launches Chinese cooking show Walk with Elias. (laughs) The first season of the show will feature Samson preparing exotic Asian dishes, including Jimmy Wang Yang Chow Fried Rice, Crossface Chicken Wings, Kung Pao Chicken a la Rock, Braun Michaels, Hot hot and Don't You Dare Be Sour Soup, CM Pork, Shark Fin Balor Soup, Steamed Broccoli Lesnar, Jumbo Tessera Shrimp, Great Cauliflower. <laughs> and of course, it's already been cancelled. Right. <laughs> oh, I think this one we did last week. We did the Sandow. Oh, we must have did that one too. I just read all the shows. Okay. We did the sand. We did Sandow's comeback one last week. Sorry. Hey, man, don't call it a comeback. He's been here for years. <laughs> commercials briefly interrupted by raw wrestling matches Jinder mm-hmm. <laughs> Mahal a hometown hero to his countrymen in, in India's Calgary region <laughs> hey 
It's a common joke. He's from Calgary, Alberta, India. Mm-hmm. I, I heard him on a local. I heard him on a local sports radio yesterday. <laughs> he was all out of character and stuff. Trump challenges Kim Jong Un to hair versus hair nuclear showdown. Two wrestlers score off an innovative, innovative double threat match. <laughs> under the new, under double threat rules, each man, man must try to wear his opponent down via a series of holds or high impact maneuvers, thereby making his opponent susceptible to a three count or a three count pin or a tap out sub- submission. The innovative new match can only end when one man scores a pinfall or submission, or when his opponent is disqualified or counted out of the ring. The commentators will frequently reiterate these rules to avoid confusion, given the novelty of the match. Did you guys see that they they said structure 64 times throughout the Punjabi prison match? Yeah. Oh, God. It's like too legit to quit. Yeah, they played the they played the clips of him saying it over and over again on that. What's Bring it to the table, show? yeah. Bring it to the table. Yeah, that's the one. That's oh, that's that's their thing though. They get that one word in their head, and then they just keep going with it. What was the one about stealing that they had like about a half a year ago? They kept saying it wasn't pilfered, but it was something like that. And yeah, and something like yeah. So I remember, I remember that. Yeah, was it absconded? Yes, yes it was absconded. Yes, that's yes. It was yeah. when it was when the inter- intercontinental title story was people keep stealing this title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they had it like a six-way match at WrestleMania, but they said they went up sconded about 70 times before then. <laughs> I think every so often Vince just opens up his word-a-day calendar. <laughs> absconded! That's a good word! <laughs> Time to beat it to death. <laughs> All right. And with the final K-Babe news... Is the world is unraveling into a dystopian nightmare? But here are some pictures of lady wrestlers in bikinis. <laughs> this is how I get through today. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Ah, well, at, least, at least we didn't die, right? I mean, this week's been interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah. but unfortunately, you know, we had some a bunch of cancellations for our state fair concerts. You know, we 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 talked about DJ Khalid. He he he. He canceled his performance and a couple other artists. And on top of that, I had to, because it's the, tr- the trend this year for our state fair, I had to cancel my performance at the Chevy Court stage this year. Um, I'm sure your fans were devastated. Unfortunately, I had to cancel because that's the trend this year. So I figured I'd cancel my performance just because. Um, basically, unfortunately, what, 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 what were the fans expecting me to perform at Chevy Court? Well, just me and my headphones doing air guitar and singing <laughs> unfortunately that's become that's gonna that's good that's the first half of the show unfortunately that that that's gonna be re- just resolved to all the that greatness of the people who go to the gym with me and and and, and aspen dental management employees sorry the other I half of just the, in, i'm pretty sure that's now become a game show with celebrities the other half of my <laughs> my my show would be it was a q a was a q a segment where the faithful twenty-five got to hear the get to hear their favorite questions answered, such as does G does G's act ask actually have ripples? What actually is a noise? Um, does Jaina really does Drow Goddess really love wrestling that much? New no. Japan wrestling that much? And 
can 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 add can coaster really um can coaster really drink that much and still function properly well, with a few dude brothers thrown in that <laughs> I, 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 of course another one i also broke this week well i also got a, a message for uh, one one jilted fan said i had front row tickets where do i get my refund what's well, a free show at the at the state fair you get it with paid admission you, you don't get a refund sorry and another, and another, uh, also another sad, sad cancellation. We also had had, had this week from the state fairs. Pip farting on a snare drum can also cancel the Chevy Corp performance. The reason, I ain't farting on no <laughs> snare drum, which is which is odd because when he uh, the, when the gig was announced, he he said he his response was, "This is a soggy dream come true." When 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 looking for a reply. The only one, the only, the only, the only, the only Lone Ranger that was available for comment was Brendan Fraser, and nobody wants to talk to him. Hey, I want to talk to Brendan. <laughs> look, Brendan Fraser. I was going to answers. I was going to do. A, I was going to do a write up for that. I, I had it in my head. I was going to do a write up for it. I was going to do a little article on it. I just figured I'd just do it here. Hopefully, I, I, I was funny. I actually remembered it, and I didn't actually like, you know, mush mouth it as much as I. You know, worse than I did. So that that's your JT land this week. As always, my brother is still waiting for his tenders. Then again, his girlfriend can make them for him. So fuck, fuck that. Um, he'll probably still have the same face, same facial expression, even if he gets his tenders. So good night, go fuck yourself, and let's drink some black lager. I mean, if you didn't cancel your appearance at the fair, you could have replaced DJ Khaled. Nobody would have known the difference, man. You just hook your your MP3 player up through some, like, aux port or something, and then just sit there with a microphone yelling your name, and, and we, we the, the best, best music! <laughs> we the best music! DJ Khaled! <laughs> Cantonese Corner with Noise. Yeah, speaking of celebrities, I'd like to tell you about the wonderful time I met the greatest man not named Brendan Fraser. <laughs> when I was younger, I got roped into watching my three-month-old niece while my sister got her hair done. So there I am, sitting in the waiting room of a hair salon with my niece, and who walks in but Keanu fucking Reeves. I was nervous as shit, and I just kept looking at him as he read a magazine and waited, but I was too scared to say anything to him. Pretty soon, though, my niece started crying, and I'm trying to quiet her down because I didn't want her to bother Keanu, but she wouldn't stop. Pretty soon, he gets up and walks over. He started running his hands through her hair and asked what was wrong. I replied that she was probably hungry or something, so Keanu Reeves, great man that he is, puts down his magazine, picked up my nurse, and lifted his shirt. He breastfed her right there in the middle of the hair salon. Chill guy, really nice about it. <laughs> it's a true story. True I story. believe it. Yeah, it's Keanu, and, man. And he gave you a copy of the Wild Stallions record. Too, right? <laughs> oh, Joe, I was going to join that, but I also had to cancel it. <laughs> then again, Joe's never seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. So yes, I have. It's, oh. it's a movie before 1993, so I've he seen, doesn't know it. I've seen Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. And last night I learned that Galoob, the manufacturer of the Game Genie, got sued by the uh, producers of Bill and Ted. Why? Because they used Bill and Ted-like characters in their ad. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
Does that mean I'm going to get uh, sued by the producers of Speed for using Keanu Reeves-like characters on your Facebook page? <laughs> Maybe. No, I think that was under fair use. Yeah. Better be, man, because that was funny. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Alternative facts. This is, this, is, this is stupid, sexy Flanders. Kudos to AngryMarks.com, EcoMurse.Fiverr.com, NashvillePillows.biz, CoasterMilkCartons.edu. When Drow got his speaks. You listen, JT actually sent G his stuff.truth. Praise be Gender.ca. If Riot dies, we Daryl.Melmac. PoonslayerJT is dot something something. Gene Simmons dot owns dot everything. Keep GHI.GoFundG.com. Joe kind of stopped watching wrestling except for the wrestling he kind of sort of watched that glitter. Gl- glitter. Yeah! <laughs> Got me again. It's because it goes to two lines. Glitterolbeard.org. Does anyone even care about this section? Dot question mark. And Discount Heat Emporium, CheapHeat.com, and our friends at uh, Spatula City. Spatula City. Spatula City. I'd like to say I care about the new section because I'm not subscribed to like, Wrestling Observer. Right. And a friend. Gene reads the news, so I don't have to. Ah. And then Joe reads out loud for me. Like <laughs> so, so you don't even have to read that. You just get to be able to read anything. You just get to be that lazy piece of shit that you are, and sit there and listen. Goddamn fucking right. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly You're reminder: like Kevin Nash at the news section, dude. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Scott Dawson has a bicep injury, which may require surgery, which would obviously cancel a Hardys versus Revival match at SummerSlam in a couple of weeks. Dawson's torn bicep happened at an August 4th house show when the Revival were challenging Cesaro and Sheamus for the tag team titles. Didn't one of them just come back from an injury or is like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like a jaw injury or something like yeah, that. Yeah, the yeah, other one just came back. Sure. Mm-hmm. It's one, one of the Aaron Andersons. I, I can't remember which one, but... <laughs> It was wild. Who was that? Yeah, he was on or off? Yeah, he was on SmackDown. SmackDown, SmackRaw, whatever the fuck. Yeah, he, so. he was in that Twin Peaks um, parody. <laughs> That's true. Like, I did see that. I... Tully and <laughs> walks on Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> good the, shit. The that was a good bit. Yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Speaking of drugs. <laughs> the Hardys missed WWE's tour of Canada because of Jeff Hardy's prior felony drug conviction. And while WWE was trying to clear up whether or not he'd be allowed into the country, they, quote, ran out of time, and the shows had to go on without them. It's interesting he's allowed back here, but not in Canada. Yeah, right. Because you guys have different laws. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the particulars on that one, but that's a good point. I thought the whole thing was cleared up, and and that's why they brought them back. Like, I I remember kind of reading about that a few months ago. I I guess it's just a bit different in Canada. I guess. Dolph Ziggler may get repackaged soon, but the nature of his character change is thus far unknown. It's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, it's going to be the same. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. He's going to come back and he's going to talk really loudly and importantly about nothing. And then, you know, just lose matches all the time. He's going to talk very loudly about how long he's been doing this and how people have been holding him back or something. That's right. And then oversell everything. Uh-huh. Except so. merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, and finally win the then then he'll finally win the title and then he'll get a concussion. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty no, much. He'll, he'll do a Sami Zayn and he'll pull his shoulder while lifting the title up at the end of the match. <laughs> <laughs> That's still the after like X Pac tearing his ass on a 
Bronco Buster. That's like the saddest wrestling injury there is. Just throw yeah. his shoulder while celebrating. And I think X-Pac actually did it like at least twice. Yeah, yeah he I did. Think it's happened to him more than once. Yeah. The former Simon Gotch is now Simon Grimm. Ooh. Yeah, I didn't put this in the news. There isn't a lot in the news. It's whole week of guess, or I didn't care one or the other. Um, I guess he was doing some shoot on like Enzo. Yeah, like I saw thing. something about that. I didn't bother watching it. Just making the rounds. He's like basically calling him like try hard fan, not a real fan type of bullshit, and talking about him being like shitty wrestler and all that. It's just kind of funny because like both these guys got heat for being idiots and assholes, and one of them got fired, so he's shit talking the other guy got fired. And, Oddly enough, last year around this time, he threw him out of the ring and knocked him out cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been been very traumatic. A lot of people taking sides on these two guys, and I mean, I know Enzo's been in the news a lot with the stripper thing, and I guess he had some guys backstage visiting him this week that got him in trouble. But I generally think, like, when you get heat in the WWE, it seems like everything you do will continue to get you heat. So yeah. who knows how big a deal that really is. Yeah, that but. was that was something I, I did see this week was that Enzo had some friends that were backstage and they weren't following proper backstage WWE etiquette. Right. Whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, that's it, yeah. I, I don't know, man. I, I saw that little bit. I watched a little bit. It's like the RF video. Uh, what do you call it? It's not a trailer, I guess. Sample clip. We'll go with that. And he's basically just, that was what he was talking about, how, like, He'd make references that like didn't actually happen, and like he got tested his actual wrestling knowledge. You didn't. He wasn't a walking, you know, history book. So <laughs> it's it's kind of it kind of came across like just like well, I mean, shit. How many people join have joined wrestling historically? Like in their early twenties, coming out of football, their great careers probably didn't know a shitload about about wrestling. And isn't it a well-known fact that Vince hates having people who are fans? I've heard that. Yeah, I mean, Brock, the first thing Brock Lesnar do about wrestling was when he had his first match. Mm-hmm. It, it's not that uncommon, and it's strange that you'd hate a guy for that. I mean, I could totally appreciate both sides of it, like getting into it later and growing up with it. It's just, it just seems like such a fucking... It seems like some really came across like he had a chip on his shoulder and he just needed a reason. He's appealing to it, the audience is going to watch those videos, which are the smarts. You know all those trivia facts. It's just like, fuck, really? Like, come on. But God forbid you get into something later in life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an issue now. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see any of the video part. I just read uh, transcripts of pieces of it. And it didn't come off as... It didn't come off quite so bad if you were just reading it as opposed to what the video clips apparently sound like. Um, but... The point that was stressed in the bits that I saw wasn't so much the coming into it late. It was, you know, you've been training since this point and you're still this bad. You know, what's up with that? You know, are you ever going to actually improve or are you just going to, you know, run around and be a jerk? And there's something to be said for that, too. I mean, I don't care enough about it to pick a side, but... Yeah. You know, th- that's a valid a, point. Well, that, that is at least person. a valid point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there's more than one person that we could all pick out and go, okay, you've been pretty much doing nothing but training to be a wrestler here. 
for this amount of time and this is what we see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, though, there are such things as late bloomers. I mean, we all love Ty Dillinger, but he's been in developmental for like 10 years. Yeah, DDP. 10, 10, yeah. 10. <laughs> I, I guess it's a real mixed bag because I, I totally understand... Uh, I understand that idea of like all the time put in and everything, but then there's just time and place stuff you can't control, like your look, your size, mm-hmm. right? Um, obviously, Enzo and Gotch or Grim or whatever we want to call call Simon there, they have the same type of strikes against them in the WWE. They're both smallish guys. But one thing Enzo does have is his mouth, good and bad, obviously. Right. We're talking about a lot about him, but that's a strong point. Um, I kind of agree with that criticism. He isn't that good a wrestler. And generally, for small guys, it is, you better be a good wrestler. You're kind of fucked. <laughs> That's, I, like, are there, how, what are the exceptions to that? Uh, Hornswoggle? He got better, though. And he got into it late, too, actually. <coughs> but he's really short. He's extreme. Are there, are there really any strong examples in the last couple decades of, like, Small stature guys that aren't like technical wizards that have done well, or at least mm-hmm. up there in the upper echelon. Uh, that have done well is kind of the at least in the WWE, yeah, point. yeah. Um, look, uh, most of the not to derail this, but most of the comments that I was seeing with the written transcript of this was that there were a lot of people who thought Enzo would be an awesome manager, but not a great wrestler. Sure. And, you know, I, I think you could make a case for that. I mean, I don't want to say, oh, you know, don't let him, he shouldn't be allowed. But, you know, if you reach a point where there's not going to be any further progression, mm-hmm. you know, take what works for him so well mm-hmm. and run with that. You know, let him be, you know, ghetto Paul Heyman or whatever. Yeah. Um, or hell, the, 205 live in the cruiser always could fucking use a jump start. Give him a stable. Yeah. Something. I, I, I agree with that as a as a recommendation. I, I mean, not everybody's going to be able to get a lot of time on the show anyway. I mean, and some le- guys are really terrible on microphone and they need it. Others don't. <laughs> Not everybody can be the strong silent type too, so let let him do that and let him continue training to be a wrestler if he really really truly wants to go down that path. And if he really yeah. truly wants to go down that path, he'll make it work. Let's look at a guy like Scott Levy who was Johnny Polo in WWF doing absolutely nothing but managing the Quebecers. Yeah. And yeah. then the next time you see him, he's a three-time ECW World <laughs> Heavyweight Champion under the name of Raven. Went on to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Came back to WWE is the most decorated, not that this is a big, you know, important fact here, the most decorated WWF hardcore champion of all time. So he went on to do things in the wrestling industry after being a manager for so long and working in the WWF front office and all all that bullshit that he was doing. So, yeah, let him, give him something to do that's not in-ring competition and let him continue to try to get to the point that, you know, he should be as a wrestler. Well, there's a problem with your theory, though, Joe, is you can't teach that. (laughs) 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 
I agree with you for real, but yeah. <laughs> oh, it's such well, a good setup. I, I... <laughs> I, I guess we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what happens here. I, I I'm assuming the thing with Cass is still a thing. The feud, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's probably a SummerSlam inclusion of some kind. Although they've announced, I think twelve or thirteen matches, it's probably uh, start. 11. Eleven. Okay. Well, this is like six hours. SummerSlam is gonna be right with the pre-show and all that bullshit. Uh, but the, there's definitely one major program that doesn't have a match announced for sure. What is it? I the Hardys don't have any. No, that that's one of them. Is there another one that doesn't? Is the uh, Dean Ambrose thing with Seth Rollins? They have oh, yeah, that's yet? not that's not been properly yet. Okay, that's the one I'm thinking of because I know it was one I've seen. I, I I saw bits and pieces of Raw and SmackDown this week, but it was really I like it'll happen like tomorrow. Because mm-hmm. a few weeks ago they had Ambrose abandon Seth, then they had Seth abandon Ambrose. Now they're gonna make up and then they're gonna fight the Mister Rogers and Islam. Yeah, that would make sense. This, this I, I, I did see. I did see the video from the segment uh, where uh, Ambrose put his fist out, and the crowd right. just went insane. <laughs> yeah, that happened this week. Yeah, I, I saw that. I, I saw. I saw him no show when Rollins was getting his ass beat by the tag champs, and you know their little backstage altercation. Where it's like, what the fuck, man? Why didn't you come help me? Because I told you I wasn't going to come fucking help you. <laughs> Dean Ambrose, the only honest man left in wrestling. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Have they actually finally announced Goldust our truth or no? Uh, no, but Goldust is teasing something. Yeah, because they're still at TV time, so... No, they, that, that disappeared <laughs> and for several weeks. I only came back this week. Oh, okay. I think they're done already because Goldust was teasing something new. Oh, okay. And he made it sound like he's got a new lady in his life or something. Ooh. It's like he was scouting for talent or something. So maybe they're going the manager route, not with Enzo, but with Goldust. Oh, God. It's going to be Dana Brooke. <laughs> yeah, probably. Marlena, 2017. Mm-hmm. Dustbrook. Dustbrook. <laughs> I fell asleep watching an episode of Raw, and I woke up, like, because WWE Network autoplays, and I woke up... And, like, I was in an episode from, like, two weeks later, and Jerry Lawler's in the ring with Goldust, and he's like, well, you're a... aren't you? And Goldust is like... Did they, they, um, like, edit that out on the network? No, he asked him, like, are you... you're a queer, aren't you? And he says, no, and then he punches him in the face. Yeah, his big face turn was revealing, no, I'm not gay. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking wrestling. Yep. Good news! Sami Zayn's fundraiser for Syria has hit its $48,000 goal. I donated all 48000 Thanks to this guy. Yeah, I donated all $48,000 to Sami's charity. I just, I, I felt bad for the little guy, Oos. He put his heart and soul into this, and literally nobody gave a shit. Not a single person, says Roman Reigns. <laughs> according to, uh, oh, hi Danny on, uh, on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, there's, I still gotta keep some shit. There, there, I'd have to delete some of the G1 ones, but... Yeah. That's cool. Yep. The, 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 I think the funnier ones actually weren't, but... Except one. God damn. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't ruining it for my buddy. All right. Yeah. 
WWE has canceled the Blu-ray for SummerSlam 2017 due to what they perceive as declining Blu-ray format sales. This will release a two, uh, they will release a two-disc DVD set in instead. So uh, what you're saying is, um, you know, people who are subscribed to this thing that you have can watch this show anytime, as soon as it's done airing, and you expect them to go buy the Blu-ray. You're wondering why Blu-ray sales are declining. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's the appeal of what the extra features just isn't enough, too. Because that, that was... I've heard... Because, I, I mean, they don't have to edit anything on us. They're fucking shit on their fucking channel, right? Right. I, I've heard some people talk about that was their selling point. And it kind of does make sense. Like, you get the network. Plus, if you really, really want to see this match from WrestleMania, you got to buy the DVD. And then they've been cutting shit out of the DVD... I don't even know what the fuck's going on anymore because that was a big kerfuffle about Austin Aries match getting cut, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even know. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Like, obviously, you, could, you can go watch that on. The, you can go watch that on the WWE Network. That's it's there. <laughs> you know, like. So I mean, you know, the, this day and age, you're you're already charging, you know, nine ninety nine for people to watch the watch the pay per views live as they air, all all twenty thousand of them. Uh, and they can watch them again after they air, immediately after they're done. So why bother with Blu-rays and DVDs and shit like that? I mean, I guess there's still plus, collectors. Plus, they give they they come out with a fucking Blu-ray or fucking DVD every week as it is. It's like it's true. And they were doing it. They were doing it fucking when I stopped. It was like holy shit, what the fuck? They got to come up with a goddamn. It's not a fucking wrestler DVD. Oh wait, this roster's been here six months. We we'll put ten matches and put a DVD out where it's fucking. Oh, here's the next straight to DVD I, fucking WWE films. Movie. I, I saw the uh, Kevin Owens DVD when I was at uh, Best Buy last week. Good documentary. See, that one though, that that's okay because like you get a shitload of extras. Sure. Yeah. So that that is one where the extras are the selling. Sure. Point, but you can't really do that for a pay per view. No. The... I don't know. I mean, I, I, there's obviously like. Changing times like that, that this is an inevitability, but it is yeah. interesting that DVD stays, Blu ray doesn't, which I guess is obviously the market's not big enough and it does cost money to print them. And I get all that, but yeah, it can't be that much. No, I wouldn't. Unless their so. sales suck real balls, like big old JT picture balls, like the Trump photo and stuff. <laughs> just big do balls, man. Just do, do it as like a uh, you know. Uh, what's what, what, I'm I'm trying to think. I don't, I don't want to say on demand, but like you know the uh, the, the the print it as you want it model. You know, like mm -hmm. like like what t-shirts like what t-shirts do, right? It's like we're gonna print. They're they're made to order. That's 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 the phrase I was looking for. Made to order. You want the SummerSlam Blu-ray? Sure, we'll make you a SummerSlam Blu-ray. We'll send it to you, but you just send us the money, and we'll print it when we get the money. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, maybe oh, I thought it would make sense, but I guess WWE so. Yeah. Not everything makes sense. No. We need that already. Yeah. The Rock ult Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say you 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 nailed it though. That this seems like a pretty easy easy thing to set up, like make a fucking Blu-ray burner little nook in your in your warehouse and done. Like, it hey buddy, go feed, go feed it. This morning, you need 10 of these, burn it, done. Hit hit print on this computer, done. 
And, and that's the thing is there are people out there that still want these kind of things and still collect these kind of things. I, I remember when we had Gregory Iron on and, and we were talking, it was right when the network was about to come out and we were talking about his tape collection. And he said, no, I'm not getting rid of my tape collection. I'm going to keep collecting because that's what I like to do. So there are people out there that will that will buy physical media. Well, yeah, I, I still yeah, I still prefer physical media. You know, but I won't go and spend money on a, a WWE d- DVD every fucking week. No, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, play. I'll, I, I like physical media of there, things there's that about, I enjoy. <laughs> there's gonna they're coming out with a new um, Child's Play coming out in a couple months, and I'm gonna oh. get it because I've got the other six on Blu-ray. I'm gonna just like like you know. They come out with um, another Friday the Thirteenth movie. I'll get that on Blu-ray. Or um, if they, they decide to bring back um, Robert Engel and make an actual good another Nightmare on Elm Street, I'll get that. You know, um, you know, I, sure. I, I I'll buy that stuff. You know, I just won't. I, I'm not gonna go and just. You know, just because it has. You know, I, I'm just. Right. You know, I love doing that stuff. You know, I love putting it in and. <laughs> you know, watching movies, even though like voodoo is kind of like pretty cool. Pretty I, I was cool gonna say I'm surface. I'm the opposite. I'll buy a movie on voodoo or I'll buy a CD, <laughs> you know, an album on Amazon or or Google or whatever for digital, you know, instead of uh, actually buying the physical album. Like, because then I got I, like I don't. You're a sick man. I I'm a modern day. I'm a Renaissance man. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I'm a modern day hero. I don't waste plastic by buying DVDs and CDs. No. The earth can burn. I want my CDs. <laughs> uh, the Rock altering his arm tattoo is a personal betrayal that shows he no longer cares about you, but more importantly, me. Fuck The Rock. That from the Drama... With arm tattoo. I guess he covered the Brahma Bowl. He did. Uh, that's from Drama79 on Reddit. Yeah, he, he covered the... He updated the Brahma Bowl. He covered he covered it completely and with a updated bull, single-handedly ruining a bunch of people's childhoods. Apparently, yeah. What that like? It's not a big fucking deal. Yeah. <laughs> I get it, but I mean, come on, what the <laughs> fuck, really? Like that'd be like if Hulk Hogan had the words "I'm a real American" tattooed on him and then covered them all. It's just not right. I miss Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck, man? It's a goddamn tattoo. It's his goddamn arm. It's his choice. <laughs> Let him do what the fuck he wants. I don't give a shit. Convenient choices and doing what the fuck people want. If you if yeah. you really miss the Rock's Brahma Bull tattoo, go get one of your goddamn own. <laughs> get it on your own fucking arm. Let the Rock. I, I, I miss his leaky nipples. <laughs> Just saying, part of my childhood. <laughs> I, I thought it was. I, I I did see some people on my social media complaining about this fundamentally, and I, I was just like, just was, I'm with you 100 percent, Joe. It's like fucking really okay. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, man! It's a tattoo. It's not like the guy died. <laughs> I mean, it, it, and and his explanation was basically like, this is the evolution. This is me moving forward. You know, like okay, cool. I get it. Like, you didn't cover up any of my tattoos. I don't care. <laughs> it's your the Rock arm. Has a Joe Cena tattoo? <laughs> he 
totally does. <laughs> GFW plans to have Alberto El Patron suspension end the same day as Destination X. What are the chances that he becomes a champion again? <laughs> Isn't he oh, already the just... champion, or did they strip him of the title? Yeah, they assume they stripped him. I don't fucking know, actually. I have no idea. I thought they did all those pre-tapes with the title, but I don't know how long those were going for. No idea. Jose Alberto was... Rodriguez is a Mexican professional wrestler and mixed yeah, martial artist, best known for his two tenures in WWE under the name Alberto Del Rio. He's currently signed to Global Force Wrestling under the name Alberto El Patron, where he is the current unified GFW World Heavyweight Champion in his first reign. So, yeah, he's yeah, still the champion. The they never stripped him. His career just says he was suspended. He was it suspended, was... but they didn't take the belt off him. They didn't take the belt off Yeah, because everything was taped Everything was already taped. some point this month. Yeah. But that I don't remember the exact date. So. Right. But when, when's Destination X? Probably this month, too. I'd imagine. I, I guess that is one of the advantages of taping in advance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it goes both ways. This one they could work around because... There was no actual guilt officially deemed on the guy. No court orders, nothing. So, yet, I guess uh, this is, as far as I know, still pending. Oh, wow. Destination X is actually, it's this week. Thursday, oh. August 17th. Oh, there you go. Huh. That's, yeah. You got lots of wrestling this week. You got the GFW, uh, GFW Destination X. You got the NXT TakeOver on uh, on Saturday. You got SummerSlam oh, next Sunday. Oh, dear God, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. Love how they have the, like, every time there's an NXT, like, live special, I'm not home. (laughs) Always falls on a day I've got something else going on. Anyways. Both WWE and GFW's attempts to trademark things related to the Hardys are frozen until Matt Hardy's trademark application for Broken Matt Hardy is finalized. Both WWE and GFW had their applications assigned to a trademark attorney on July 27th. Yeah, more holding patterns. A lot of holding patterns. Yeah. I think I mentioned this last week. GFW allegedly approached Jimmy's Seafood in Maryland about some kind of working agreement or partnership and were informed by the restaurant's owner that they'd be happy to uh, as soon as GFW released the Broken Universe IP rights to the Hardys. <laughs> Even if you did, I don't care. It's awesome. <laughs> Good old Jimmy Seafood. That's, is that a chain? Does anyone have any idea? Because if it's not a chain, it's even better. I, I don't think it's a chain because I've never heard yeah, of it I'm before now. I'm going to look this up now, but that's, that's amazing. <laughs> I really hope they do it too. Just like, okay, for you, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, I... Shout out on Destination X. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy! I, I think this is literally, like, just a single location yeah, place. It. It's just one guy. It's just <laughs> one shop. <laughs> like, oh that, that, yeah, that makes it uh, even better. J- Jimmy'sFamousSeafood.com. Let me take a look here. It's in Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> is that the only location? Let me see. And now order online. There is literally, like, no locations list here, so... Yeah, well, for $30, you can buy the Seafood UFO, which is a crab cake, fried shrimp, fried oysters, and shrimp salad 
and a homemade bread with lettuce, tomato, and cheesecake mustard with fries. It's pretty big. <laughs> yeah, that looks like that's the only location, is the one in Baltimore. <laughs> that, yeah, that's just great. Uh, that's amazing. <laughs> I so hope they say yes. <laughs> the Young Bucks on Twitter. We will literally suck CM Punk's cock if he joins the Bullet Club in front of our families. That uh, from Kane Robot on Reddit, he says, think about it. This would be the thing that finally topples Mick Hitler in the WWF, insider term. I pay to see it. That doesn't come from Kane Robot, that comes from the Young Books Twitter account. Yeah. They totally said that. <laughs> yeah, like a Hot Topic t-shirt and stuff. Be awesome. <laughs> CM Punk, fuck. <laughs> MGM is opposing Hulk Hogan's attempt to trademark Thunderlips, the nickname of his character he played in Rocky Three, brother. Why is that still? I don't know. I thought it was. <laughs> well, you know something. We were gonna ter- name my porno Thunderlips, but unfortunately, you know I, there were there were there were problems with it. I couldn't understand what what Stallone was trying to say when we were trying to work it out. So I just said, we'll just put it out. Brother, he knows Hulk Hogan is blacklisted from WWE, but Thunderlips is. <laughs> he just wants to come back as a new character. <laughs> the only thing I could think of about this, and I, I'm not, I can't confirm 100, percent but I heard something about them making another Creed movie mm. and playing off yeah. of the Rocky franchise. Yeah. So I, I was thinking it has some. Oh, it is okay. Well, there, there you go. Maybe a, there's some tie in there somehow, and, and Hogan's just figures if he gets the name, then he can make some money off of it if, if they want to use it. Right. So, I don't know. That, and I figured it'd be easy fodder for a Gene Simmons joke. So, I... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bo Dallas talks a lot about conspiracy theories. The theory is that there was this class of not people, aliens. Let's call it a class of aliens that lived on this Earth and they moved because of the radiation in our Earth to find a better planet and they left and they they left some people here, the discarded, and they are the ones that live in our Earth. The reptilian people are the higher class of people who kind of run the world. Also, I do not believe in the hollow Earth theory. No, he does believe hollow Earth. Oh, I do believe in the hollow hollow Earth theory, you're right. Uh, There's no proof. uh, There's no proof it's not. Uh, Nobody... Nobody has drilled more than 12 miles under the Earth's surface, so the theory that our, Earth ha- our Earth's center is filled with molten lava, there's nothing that backs that other than the fact that the further we go into the Earth's surface, we get hotter. There's nothing that tells us that we get hotter and hotter. Obviously, it's hotter. We haven't gone more than 12 miles into it. <laughs> I really, 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 really hope that's a direct boat, Alice quote. I didn't touch it, so... Oh, dear, sweet Jesus, yes. Uh you should have at least changed. You should have changed believe into believe. I thought about it, but it's just like, no, I can't touch this one. Yeah, yes. you're right. Well, OG <laughs> does give us the the links, and yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's huh. something Bo Dallas actually said and actually believes. So basically, we're gonna have to have AJ Styles and Bo Dallas have a match well, to it, determine it the better. shape. You know why though. Oh why yeah, have... why the reptilians have kept excerpts of the Bible? Dallas divulged that the award-winning superstar would also like to know. That's the question I need answered for myself. That's what I want to know. 
Like, there are people who think the reptilian people are, for the most part, evil and they just run the world, yeah. And there are others that believe that everybody has a little reptilian genetic link to them and that not all of them are bad. For the most part, the reptilian people, the Illuminati, eat humans and they run the world, Dallas added. People don't like to question, and I do. I need to know. I don't want to live my entire life and not know the truth. And it's just, it's amazing. He just keeps on going, going, going. Someone's stopping us from knowing all the answers. This is amazing. <laughs> right. Glorious. That's Try and find crazy. this interview for yourself. It's <laughs> and like G sick. said, he didn't edit a damn word of it. Jeez. It's amazing what people believe these days. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if him and his brother are gonna have like any issue. His brother's gimmick has got the whole world in his hands. That shit's hollow. <laughs> well, what about AJ versus Bray Wyatt? AJ thinks the Earth is flat. That's right. Triple threat. <laughs> totally. That'd be great. I'm just picturing Bo Dallas and AJ Styles just chilling backstage discussing conspiracy theories. From what we know, it wouldn't be surprising at all anymore. You know, it really was. Oh, God. You know who has to get involved then? You got a guest referee, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> yep. It all comes full circle. Because it's fucking a globe and it's round. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, I hope we hear more about both crazy, wacky shenanigans. Because that, that was easily like... The more interesting of all the news. Yeah, I hope he does more interviews on this. Yes. Or we could just have him on our show. Yeah. yeah. We have 300 episodes spectacular. Bo Dallas discusses the earth. <laughs> and AJ Styles comes on, interrupts, and just talks about the gay community. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... AJ, I mean, Bo Dallas versus Logic, that's seven stars to me. That's match of the year. <laughs> it beats anything Ricard and Omega have done. Speaking of Meltzer, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, WWE is going to introduce a new show to the network called Smart Tank, where real fans will present a million-dollar idea with projected profits to Vince McMahon. Fuck Kevin Dunn, Papa Hatch, and Vincent Kennedy Russo. This from Sausage1000 on Reddit. Uh, he says, here's mine. Sign and push Omega. WWE is saved shortly after and will be, will be replaced by New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> that is a million dollar idea. Yup. <laughs> I, I see G, G killed off 9,900 other Gs. Because now it says mm. land of 100 Gs. It was yeah, land of cutbacks, man. Yeah. Cutbacks. <laughs> There's no pyro on that show anymore. Nope. Well, that's oh, why the pyro exploded and killed most of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's unfortunate, you know. And all, all, the, all the Gs that are left have fucking you know, creative control clauses. Fuck. <laughs> Not good, man. I gotta, gotta figure out how to repackage this. This big media conglomerate is going to buy out my land. Mm -hmm. 
You just go take all the title belts away and, and basically hit the reset button. That sounds like a good idea. I know. Well, <laughs> we'll uh, put the old guys against the new guys. That'll work. You, you have Billy, Billy, Billy Kidman beat Hulk Hogan for some reason twice. <laughs> that happened. That really did. <laughs> it's true. Oh, wait, damn true. <laughs> Hey, is fucking uh, Angle's kid involved in SummerSlam? Uh, not yet. The storyline's not even... He had a job match against the Canadian guy, and people cheered the Canadian guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's like a local Quebec wrestler guy or some shit. Yeah. yeah. Or they made him out to be French, but he's actually Israeli. That's what it was. I heard about that. <laughs> His background, but... But that's not it. That's not on the card, eh? And they have all that, all that kerfuffle about that. That's un- that's crazy. You'd think the general manager's son could get onto the car. You would think yeah. so. So here's huh. the speaking of cards. Here's the card for NXT Takeover Brooklyn Three, which is uh, this coming Saturday, August nineteenth at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Andrade Almas with Zelina Vega. Whoever that is. Has he dropped CN now? Apparently so. <laughs> Alistair Black versus Hideo Itami. Ooh, that, might, that might be good. Authors of Pain defend the tag team titles against Alexander Wolf and Killian Dane of Sanity. Well, that's not going to be as fun. No. Uh, Asuka defends the women's title against Ember Moon. Hmm. And Bobby Roode defends the NXT Championship against Drew McIntyre. It's like no reaction to that. <laughs> well, that's just that's that, that's basically uh, the Destination X light main event, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, do I like NXT? It's no. Well, no, it's I mean NXT. I mean, you know, if Drew McIntyre wins, then Heath Slater's got to make a push for the for the uh, Universal Championship. <laughs> well, Heath Slater is uh, anyway. He's amazing. Well, I he's know. Got kids. He needs to feed. I know. With That's... that kind of money, he could afford two pools. Yeah. I mean, it'd still be two above ground pools, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on, we watch NXT to see the future of WWE, not the past of TNA. <laughs> this is true. Oh, well. And the TNA Destination X card. OVE versus TBA in a tag team match? I don't know... I don't think... So I, I would not be surprised if GFW actually had a wrestler called TBA. I would not either. It sounds like Vince Russo thing, though, so... Yeah. Sienna... I'm really surprised he didn't do that. <laughs> uh, Sienna versus Gail Kim for the Unified GFW Knockouts Championship. I thought Gail Kim retired. Uh, apparently not. Uh, Matt Seidel versus Lashley, singles match where the winner gets a GFW title shot of his choosing. Sanjay Dutt versus Trevor Lee in a ladder match for the GFW X Division Championship. 
Alberto El Patron defends the unified GFW World Heavyweight Championship against Loki. S- somebody edited this. Who the fuck's b- pushing Loki at this point? And to- they put him in like uh, a suit. Yeah, he he's basically uh, Agent Forty Seven. Gotcha. And he and, even wrestles in the suit. And Taiji Ishimori versus Desmond Xavier in the 2017 GFW Super X Cup Tournament Final. Now, is there still, like, the, the option B or whatever the fuck that was that, uh... Option C, they called it. Or whatever the fuck it was, is that still a thing? Like... Uh, as far as I know. But I guess not all there'd be like, or there would be that. Is that how low, maybe that's how low-key got Alberto Dorio? Low-key. I so think that, that's it. I think he won the X Division Championship. That sounds like... For a shot at Del Rio. That sounds like uh, a very that plausible like the idea. the only way Loki would get that match. That is a very plausible idea. I I, <laughs> I, I would say that Loki probably uh, took option C. Plus, they do that every year. No one has not taken that option. Just fucking say it's official now. Yeah. Don't be the X Division champion around Destination X if you want to keep your title. Yeah, I don't know. The last thing I have about Loki on Wikipedia is, uh... Oh, he joined LAX. He he did not regain the X Division Championship at Slammiversary, and he joined LAX attacking Alberto El Patron on the August 3rd episode of Impact. Yeah, and they were saved by Del Rio's dad and his brother or something. Jeez. Isn't Del Rio the son of Dos Caras? Yes. Yeah, because they were saved by Duskaris and El Hijo del Duskaris. So, I guess his brother. Right. Wasn't he in NXT at one point? Or was that Dolph? I know Dolph Ziggler's brother was. Yeah, Del Rio's brother was too. Because right. I remember saying, like, okay, you know, they can... Because he got fired while Del Rio was champion, and then... Uh, yeah, Z- that was the <laughs> Ziggler's joke was that their brothers got fired when they were champions. Ziggler's brother got fired when he was champion, and I'm like, quick, put the belt on Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah, I so if he counts as a WWE superstar to GFW and not the title. Probably. Yeah. Still heel turn on Del Rio. Swerve. <laughs> Wasn't his fucking name like Menu or something like that in NXT? I think it was. Well, obviously not Menu, but Manu. No, that Manu was uh like... He was one of the Samoans. He was one of the Samoans, yeah. It'd be great if it was just Menu, though. <laughs> no, it's... I... I'm gonna try and find out real quick if I can. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio's brother. That's his legal name, of course. <laughs> of course it is. Or whatever the Spanish for the brother of Alberto. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> El Hijo de Dos Caras is a Mexican luchador and mascarado. I don't care what the fuck was his name in NXT. Memo. The son. Memo. The son. Memo Montenegro. <laughs> that that was his name in, in NXT. Memo Na- Montenegro. Well, that was back in the days when they gave everyone really stupid names. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was something stupid like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and Manu was Afa's kid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he was horrible. Yeah. He's on TV for like three weeks or whatever. Yep. All right, well then. Anybody have anything they'd like to add? I guess not. Well then. For at random redhead, at G of the internet, at book junkie Jaina, at mark underscore noise, at El Generico, who's not here, I am at think so Joe. We are at that's board wrestling fan without vowels, facebook.com slash board wrestling fan. You can listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern live on boardwrestlingfan.com or download us afterwards on iTunes, Stitcher, T Pete, blah, 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 blah. Blah, did you? Blah, blah, blah. We'll see you next week. Yeah. I guess turtlenecks are back in fashion for the fall. That answers the big mystery of the show.